This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum, my brothers and sisters. Intoxicants, as you know, are prohibited to consume in Islam. We're not allowed to consume anything that intoxicates in large quantities, even if the consumption was a small quantity of it. Because the Prophet ﷺ says, مَا أَسْكَرَ كَثِيرُهُ فَقَلِيلُهُ حَرَامٌ That which a lot of it intoxicates, then even a little bit of it is prohibited to consume. That is the consumption. So people sometimes ask about alcohol in sanitizers, alcohol in uh, perfumes and in some cosmetics and so on. What about that? Let's understand something. There are several rulings regarding alcohol, but the term alcohol is a very broad English term that includes the Arabic term khamr and much more than khamr. So what is khamr? It is generally referred to the wines that are produced from the fermentation process of either grapes or dates or apples, etc. So if you have a wine, if you have a beer, if you have something that intoxicates a drink that was made by fermentation of the grapes and the dates and the apples, according to some scholars, then it's not only the consumption that is prohibited, but it is beyond the consumption because it is considered najis. Najis means impure to touch. So if you were to have wine poured all over you, it is impure. It can never ever be pure, even if it was to be put into a sanitizer as a wine. Remember this. So the wines, the beers, they are not only prohibited to consume, but they are impure to touch as well. Let me explain these two. One is haram and halal, and the other is najis and tahir. So when it comes to the wines, that are from a fermentation process, they are both najis, which means impure to touch, and haram, which means prohibited to consume. Do you get it? If the alcohol was, was produced through a synthetic means in a laboratory, and usually it's, you know, colorless, subhanallah, that is haram to consume because of the intoxicating factor, but it is pure to touch, so pure that in fact it, it is a disinfectant and it is used to disinfect, to remove impurity from the body. So it can never be halal to consume, but if it is fermented and from a fermentation process, then the chances are it will be najis as well. Unanimously, when it comes to grape and dates and even uh, apples and so on, it is najis as well from the fermentation process. But if it is the, the lab process and the synthetic alcohol where this alcohol actually drips down as a pure, you know, liquid, uh, pure, pure meaning colorless, subhanallah, it is haram to consume because of the intoxicating factor, but it is not khamr. It is not khamr. It is alcohol, which is a term broader than the word khamr. So yes, because of its intoxicating factor, we won't consume it, but it is not najis, it is tahir. And this is why 
for many years I've always said that the alcohol in perfumes, there's no question about it being tahir. It's not najis because it's not the wines. It's not from a fermentation process. It is actually derived from a totally different means. And what we need to understand is nowadays they use it even in some cosmetics. And we know with the sanitizers today, people are arguing alcohol and sanitizers. It's not like they put beer in the sanitizer. It's not like they put wine in the sanitizer. No, if they did that, we would say don't ever use it. It's impure from an Islamic perspective. But this is alcohol that is beyond the process of the wines and the beers that are fermented. So I hope that clarifies it completely. It's quite simple to understand. You know, the, the alcohol they use in the swabs, the alcohol that they use in the perfumes or in the sanitizers, in the cosmetics, is not the najis fermented wines or beers. Let's get that straight. So therefore, if it is intoxicating, and it is, although it's very dangerous to consume that pure alcohol from a, ferment, from a uh, lab process, it probably would burn your insides. But some people mix it with uh, other liquids and then consume it. It is still totally prohibited to consume. But when it comes to touching it, when it comes to the tahara and najasa, it is tahir. There are so many things in Islam that are haram to consume but tahir to touch. I mean, you want to consume, uh, let's look at plastic for example. Because it's harmful to the body, it's haram to consume. But it's halal to touch. You can touch it, it's tahir. It's pure. And there are certain things, when they are najis, they will always be impure to eat. So when something is haram and najis, which means it's prohibited to consume and impure to touch, then its sale and its sale becomes prohibited, its transportation becomes prohibited, and various other, uh, you know, to aid someone to actually consume it or use it or buy it or sell it would also be prohibited according to the majority of scholars. So I hope that clarifies uh, the issue at hand. My brothers and sisters, don't mix the two up. One is tahara and najasa, which means purity and impurity to touch. And two is halal and haram when it comes to consumption. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. So to conclude, sanitizers with alcohol are fine. They probably would render your hands clean and disinfect them. The same applies to alcohol swabs. The same applies to alcohol in perfumes. The same applies to alcohol in cosmetics. It is not the khamr and it is not that najis. Uh, it is not the najis wines or beers. And when it comes to that which was created from a fermentation process, the wines and the beers, then we would say that that is not only prohibited to consume because of the intoxicating factor, but it is also prohibited to touch. It would be considered impure if it were to uh, be touched. Now, the last thing I want to actually also say, my beloved brothers and sisters, is when it comes to uh, dead animals, for example, that is uh, the, the consumption of it is obviously prohibited as carrion. And when it comes to the uh, touching of it, you would be allowed to take the hide, the skin, and to tan it and to consider that hide pure. 
I hope we've understood this. So this is just something very interesting that we that I thought would be relevant right now with this whole debate going on. And people are saying, how could you have alcohol in sanitizers and then read Salah? How could you have alcohol in your perfume and then read Salah? And I heard someone say, well, you know, the alcohol evaporates. Oh, no, no, no. That's not part of the debate. Even if it doesn't, it is actually tahir but haram to consume. And I don't want to confuse you when it comes to the beers and the wines and that which was fermented. In that particular case, it is both haram as well as najis. You know, the example of alcohol, uh, the example of vinegar is given as well, where there is a time in the processing of vinegar when it is alcohol and beyond that it is processed further. So the intoxicating factor departs and it becomes vinegar. So this is why the, the, the vinegar sometimes, you know, the, in the process of it, you will find it is alcoholic at some point. If there is an intoxicating factor and it has not yet been fully processed, it would still be prohibited to consume. But if, if it has been processed to the next level, the vinegar, although it was alcohol at one stage, it actually becomes permissible to consume. And the Prophet ﷺ enjoyed it, ni'mal idamul khalla, as a condiment. He praised it and he says, what a great condiment is vinegar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. I hope you benefited. And I really don't mind people holding other opinions, but I thought I would clarify this. And I've been holding this opinion for the last 20 years, alhamdulillah. May Allah grant you guys ease. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa alaykum wa rahmatullah.